What's up, Game Lighting Church? Thank you for joining us for today's message on podcast. We pray it blesses you and causes a shift inside of you. Stay tuned for the word. We love you. Amen. The Lord is good. And all the time. Last week we looked at uh, uh, relationship. A relationship we look at it in two dimensions that is the vertical that has to do with us and God, the horizontal that has to do with us and our neighbors. And we looked at it, we use uh, the Good Samaritan as our, uh, as our reference point. And we looked at it that what God is interested in is how we relate with one another. We discovered that the Good Samaritan, you know, was a Samaritan, you know, and he did not look at it that he was not in the same, uh, he did not come from the same tribe the same religion, the same family with the man that was attacked by the robber. Those that they came together from the same tribe, the same color, the same uh, uh, tradition, they looked at him and they just left. Even the priest looked at him and left. Those that came by him looked at him and left. But this good Samaritan saw him, went to him, and you know took him to the hospital not only to the hospital he paid in advance that take money in case this money is not sufficient when i come back i will pay you the balance he never had any relationship with him it's not his brother neither is his, his uh, uh, uncle neither cousins they were not related by from any angle that this man took it upon himself to do what he did for this a man who was affected a relationship jesus christ said when i was in the prison you didn't come to visit when i was uh, uh when i was uh, uh, in the hospital you didn't come visit when i was in the prison you did not come visit jesus christ told them all these things then i said how jesus we didn't see you he said no since you didn't do it to any of these people, your brethren, that is to human beings you can see, you have not done it to me. So Jesus Christ said this thing to them and they were, they were perplexed. They were surprised. That, ah, so they don't understand. You see, when they say the kingdom come, that will be done. The kingdom come, that will be done. As we are looking at ourselves, we are to exhibit the kingdom come. The will of God will be done. So last week we just tried to lay a bedrock of what Summer of God is talking about. We want to go deeper today by the grace of God. Amen. And our topic for today is laying the foundation for growth. Laying the foundation for growth. 
laying the foundation for growth. Sorry, a teacher by calling. I love a lot of uh, 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 demonstration, you know, illustration and stuff. Laying the foundation for growth. We've said last week, we've laid the bedrock. You must, before you can start any foundation at all, you must have a relationship with God. Yeah. And we said it last week, you repent from your sins. You come to him. Say, anyone that come to me, I will not by any way means cast away. You come to him. How? I said it last week. Just ask yourself, what have I done that is not okay? Father, please have mercy on me. He has finished the work on Calvary. He just wants you. They call something in accounting, appropriation. He just wants you to appropriate it to yourself. That is it. So what he has done, he has finished it. You just appropriate it to yourself by saying, Lord, please. The Bible says with your heart you believe. With your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You confess with it your mouth and ask him to please have mercy on you. And the appropriation will take place. So it's a thing that takes place in the realm of the spirit that you cannot see. But it's working. Tell your neighbor it's working. You don't see it, but it's real. If you start looking for, let me carry this chair and march it to this chair to make it two, to make it three, in the realm of the sea, you may be making a mistake. A lot of things are happening that you may not see. That not seeing it does not mean it doesn't exist. They are existing. So you just appropriate it and come to immediately. He said, if you just open the door, and, ent and allow him to enter. He said, we'll come. He said, he's there. You don't need to say, where are you? He said, I am at the door. According to the book of Revelation chapter 3. I am at the door, knocking. If any man should hear my voice, open the door. I will come and sup with him. And he will sup with me. That is, I will come and eat with him. I will come and dine and wine with him. He will now dine and wine with me. So the, what you just have to do is to open. Your own assignment is to open. He has done the, 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 the dying. Mm. He died. Yeah. He has done the shedding. He shed his blood. Yeah. He has done the resurrection. He resurrected. Yeah. But what you need to do is to open. So once a knock, and how, do, how is he knocking? As you are hearing the word of God, it's knocking. Yeah. Once a knock, what you have to do is to open and say, Lord, this is me. I've heard your voice. I would say, how can they uh, hear if there is no preacher? Mm. I've heard your voice. I'm here. Have mercy on me. At times, some may say, ah, ah, I'm not a killer. I'm not a liar. I'm not a robber. So what am I going to? Yeah. No, it's not like that. The Bible says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Yeah. The psalmist said in Psalm 51, that in my mother's womb, in sin will I, was I conceived. Once you are a man, you are a human, you are human. You are, anytime you, you came through conception or through any means, you are a human being, you are you, you are you are guilt. There is guilt of sin upon every human being. Yeah. That is why you cannot say I'm exonerated. Mm -hmm. I'm a quiet person, I don't fight people, I don't think evil about people. That does not give you a license. We have all sinned. I'm just trying to mm. uh, Summarize what laying of the foundation was talking about last week. Yeah. We talked about it. So when you just open the door, it will come in. And once it comes in, you start seeing something in your life. Amen. You start seeing walking in, you know, in a tremendous ways in your life. 
and you know as he's walking there is one thing about god as he's doing his part you must do your part as he's doing his part you must do your part two cannot walk except they agree as he's doing his part you must do your part praise the lord today we are looking at laying the foundation for growth laying the foundation for growth luke 6 47 luke chapter 6 verse 47 let's open our bible to luke chapter 6 verse 47 i will so i love it if you can have a notepad and put this thing there or you have a voice uh, distinct so that you can go over it again listen to it or go over what you have written Praise the Lord. Amen. Luke 6, 47. It says, Whosoever cometh to me and heareth my saying and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. In verse 48, it says, He is like a man which built an house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vibrantly upon the house and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. Tell your neighbor, it was founded upon a rock. Once the house is built, look at the, the that's verse 48. He is like a man which built a house and dig deep. That uh, word is not a mistake. That is to say, you must dig deep. If you don't dig deep, there is tendencies that after building, your building can collapse. If you don't dig deep, there is tendency that uh, after some time, the building will crack. You know, at times the building will not collapse, it will crack. So, these things are good that we know them and we see how we now appropriate them into our lives. So, it now says, and lay the foundation on the rock. It now says, when? That is to say, after this building, the building will go through the test of time. A lot of things will come across the building. Say, and when the flood, the first thing he mentioned there is flood. Jesus was once say, talking here. He mentioned flood. And you know that flood, flood has this power. Anything that comes across its way, piam. I think this uh, one happened at, uh, I don't know which, is it China or which country? That they had this flood. Is it Japan? And come and see very big, this thing, this thing just packed everything. But there are some the flood couldn't take away. Yeah. Mm. It couldn't take some building away. But those buildings that are not strong just took every, everything. Cars, everything, it took them away. He said flood arose. The stream beat hardly, vehemently upon the house and could not shake it for it was founded upon a rock. It was founded upon a rock. Yeah. Now let's look at two 
types of foundation. Two types of foundation. One, shallow foundation. Two, deep foundation. When we say shallow foundation, what are we talking about? Shallow foundation is that foundation you that was not all that deep. Like this house, now I can say this house is a shallow foundation. Not all that deep is the foundation you did, the digging you when you want to build. I'm sorry. How many of us knew that if you want to build, you you will dig in order to lay foundation? If I just pretend as if you know it, so I will not be making a mistake. How many of us know? It? If you know it, just do like this. Oh, beautiful. You must dig. And we have a shallow foundation and deep foundation. That shallow foundation is the foundation you dig that is not all that deep. So shallow. You can build like bungalow. All these shops you see around. You can build just houses that are not all that uh, big. So you, big, you build buildings that are not big on shallow foundation. Shallow foundation can retain just buildings that are not that, all that big. But when you talk of deep foundation, you are talking of skyscrapers. Skyscrapers are those buildings that the depth to the, uh, to the soil is as deep as the length that goes up. So, and as a Christian, you know, our scripture where we read, Jesus was saying that he is like a man which built a house and digged deep. So the type of foundation Christ is expecting you and I to dig when we are laying the foundation individually, he has laid the foundation for us. But when you are now building, the type of foundation he expects you to have is the deep one. Yeah. The one that is deep into the soil. That when anything comes, come rain, come sun, you will be able to stand. Yeah. I've seen someone that was said he has confessed Christ as Lord and Savior, was in, into a Pentecostal gathering. But lo and behold, when this time came, the flood, the stream, hit hardly on him. The man turned back to become an herbalist and said, now I can see very well. Mm. On this same earth, in this our dispensation. Mm. So when we are talking about digging deep, it means you must dig deep indeed. Because if you did not dig deep, there are a lot of things that can take you away. There are a lot of things that can carry you away. There are a lot of things that can take you off balance and uproot you and drag you off. If you don't dig deep. Tell your neighbor, dig deep. Say it again. Say it as if you meant it. Yes. You must dig deep. Now let's go to laying of our foundation. Now we want to lay our foundation. 
in laying of our foundation, we have two things to do. You know why digging? You are taking off some things from the soil. Yeah. You have stones, big stones. You know when you the first layer of soil, the second layer, the third layer, you know, down, down, down. You keep digging these layers. You keep digging them. You are bringing them out of the soil. Because you can't lay foundation on the surface. You have to dig. And when you are digging, you are bringing them out. So there are a lot of things you have to dig out as you are laying your foundation. You dig out a lot of things. Digging out some things. You dig out a lot of things when you are laying your foundation. And you put in some things when you are laying the foundation. So let's see just uh, some things you have to dig out where you want to lay your foundation. Open your Bible to Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. I want to read the latter part of Hebrews 6 1. It says, laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. What you have to dig is repentance from dead works. You start digging them out. You dig those dead works out. There are works that are dead. They are not living. You have to dig them out as you are laying your foundation. Before you start laying You've not started laying yet, but you are digging them out. out. You are digging them out. Out of the way so that your foundation can have balance. Look up, everyone. If you refuse to dig those things out, believe me, you, your foundation cannot have balance. Mm. If you refuse to dig those things out of the foundation, your foundation can't have balance. So your foundation is going to be in between. But you must dig those things out so that your foundation will have balance. Refusing to dig them out, your foundation will not have balance. Amen. Amen. So repentance from dead works are those things you have to dig out. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 9, uh, sorry, chapter 2 verse 19. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19. Second Timothy 2 19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So what you have to dig out of the foundation is or are iniquities. Mm. You must dig them out. Out of the foundation. They must be digged out of the foundation. Once you do the digging. You see this thing. You can't do it for me. I can't do it for you. I have to do my own. You have to do your own. So this thing, you must dig them out. As you are 
you want to build, you must dig those these things out. So the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. So you cannot build a house of Christ on iniquity. That was why uh, Paul said, we cannot continue in sin and say grace you abide. Yeah. It's not possible. That is, you cannot put the two things together. Mm. You can see that the scripture is interwoven. Yeah. You can't put the two things together. So you must dig those things out for you to lay your foundation. And if you want to, if you don't mind, if you look at Galatians 5.1 and down Galatians, let me take uh, verse 1. It says, Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherein Christ had made you, made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That is all these things that you have to dig out. They are yokes of bondage. If you refuse to dig them out, and you are laying your foundation on those things you did not dig out, you are putting yourself in another bondage. Yeah. That is why the scripture says in that Galatians chapter 5 verse 1, Stand firm therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ had made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. When you dig all these things out, they will help you lay a good foundation if you look at uh the letter um this verse 16 it's time i don't want to start wasting time saying a lot of uh, works of the flesh uh, adultery fornication lying and uh, lasciviousness all these things all sorts of said a lot of things those are not all though the bible just mentioned some there are some that are not obvious. They want it within yourself, you know. That's why the Bible now captured that. He who knew how to do good and did not do it, it is a sin. Mm. So anything you did not you do, eh? and it's not good, it's a sin. Take for instance, you are going, and you saw your, your neighbor or your brother say, uh, clothes on the line fell on the ground and it's about to rain for instance <laughs> just pass you know it's, it's not murder you know it's not adultery it's not fornication yeah. you know it's not lying yeah. but it's a good deed you're supposed to do take the clothes and keep it so that it will not be beaten by rain is that not so they refuse to do it the bible says it is a sin so at times it's not uh, fornication adultery all this thing alone a lot of things that one must dig out so that we can lay good foundation. Yeah. Matthew 9:16. Matthew chapter 9, verse 16. Matthew chapter 9, verse 16 says, No man put a pieces of new clothes onto an old garment, for that which is put in to fill it up, take it from the garment, and the rent is made worse. A new cloth now. You now look for a rag. You want to sew clothes. You want to wear the clothes. 
you now look for you go to the market and buy a very new clothes very new brand new clothes five one five and kara or guinea you now want to sew it you want to sew it now went to the tailor pick a rag now to tailor please the style i want you to sew for me is this i want you to take this new clothes this rag help me match the new clothes and the new rag that is the style i want and so maybe you sew this leg of trouser new one this one with the rag what is becoming becoming of the person <laughs> that is what the bible is talking about that is to say you can't dig a foundation that you have not put off taking away all those things yeah. and now go and bring the new material you want to put and put it in the foundation you have not taken and mm. dig all those things out of it it's not possible if you do it your christian life will not be smooth and you will not grow like what we said on wednesday you your growth will not be on the sincere on the pure part it will be uh -huh. when the children of israel were to come out of the land of egypt the bible say when they came out and mixed multitude follow them yeah so the christian the life of the christian will be like that of a mixed multitude it was the mixed multitude in the midst of the israelites that made them did a lot of things they ordinarily did they should not do the mixed multitude in their midst that one say, oh remember we used to use eat cucumber in egypt they will tell them, ah it's true moses i beg this one you brought us here no even water we remember the cucumber mixed multitude yeah. so when your salvation has this type of mixed multitude of a thing there's going to be problem yeah. it will fetch or it will bring a lot of issues as you go in your christian and journey so to have a growth these things you must do away with in the same matthew 16 17 say neither do men put new wine into old bottles else the bottle break and the wine runneth out and the bottle perish but they put new wine into new bottle and both are preserved and both are preserved so for a child of god that has opened the door he has done the work of crucifixion on the cross he's our perfect uh, master he has gone ahead of us he's our righteousness it's everything we can talk of yeah. you want to appropriate it just come the way you are don't pretend allow him to do the work yeah. your own is just obey. When you allow him to do the work in your life, what you need to do is just obey. obey. As it's not possible for you to put the old into the, uh, the, the new. So, as a child of God, all these things, you must remove them. Remove them as you are digging. Remove them as you are digging. Yeah. you look at yourself what is that thing there is an habit there is a character there is a behavior behavior i don't like or i do to people people frown at 
This thing is not saying well of me. Dig it out. Yeah. There is a way I perceive things or people that are wrong. Dig it out. Yeah. There is a uh, manner of approach or language I do use that is not coming. Dig it out. Yeah. There is a way I do my things that are not even acceptable. That are not even led according to uh, the Spirit of God leading me. Dig it out. That's the way I used to do as if I knew everything. I will not even ask the Holy Spirit mm. to help me, to show me, to guide me. The Bible says, My teacher, he will guide me and lead me through all truth. I don't even involve him. As if I must know. And the Bible told me already that in all my ways I should acknowledge him, I should not lean to my own understanding. He will direct my path. Dig it out. Yeah. If sincerely you want the real milk, pure milk, there are things you have to do. And the thing is, you have to dig these things out. You want to lay foundation, you will dig them out. Yeah. You keep digging. And this digging, my brethren, is not what you do for one day, mm. it's what you do every day. Mm. Every day. Today you look at yourself. Maybe you are the type that doesn't love sharing with people. You just want to have it alone. Mm. Dig it out. You know, we said it last week. How you can say you love God is how you relate with your brethren, how you relate with your neighbors. You just have to dig it out. Somebody that is self-centered, dig it out. Somebody that is selfish, dig it out. Yeah. All these things are what we just have to do. That will help us have a solid foundation. Yeah. When our foundation faces, you know, terrible period, it will not shake. Mm. Because yeah. it's built on a solid rock. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I don't know if we are getting it at all. Yeah. The, the putting in is what we want to look at now. We've looked at the digging out. Yeah. We want to look at the put. What are those things you now put in the foundation? Put it, you, you lay it. The bricklayers call it, they call it bed, beddings. You lay the beddings, you know, start putting your blocks, putting your bricks, all sorts and all sorts. Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 18. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 18. 1 Timothy 6, 18. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Mm. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Mm. I don't know if that is how the 
scripture is in your own Bible. If my own is different from your own. Do you have it like that in your script in your Bible? Yeah. That they do good, that they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Yeah. So if you want to lay the foundation, what you put as material in your building is good works. Yeah. Good works. That they do good. That they be rich in good works. Ready to distribute, willing to communicate. You, anything you have, you communicate. Yeah. You share, you distribute. It's not for you alone. You see, anything you have that God has given you, you see, the brain God has given you, it's not for you alone. No. Yeah. People did not know. Some people are so, is it miser they call them? Anything they have, they want to. If you say, ah, please, I don't understand this thing, you just carry eye as if it. So that when they get there, they'll go and pour it. Mm -mm. That brain is not for you alone. God wants you to educate others. God wants you to educate others. You educate and tell others, ah, this is what God wants. This is what God wants. You, you communicate to others. You speak to others. You tell others. You, you enlighten others. You educate others. You uh, teach others. Yeah. But some doesn't know it. And there is one secret about behind it. As you are teaching them, you are knowing more. Yeah. As you are teaching them, I don't know how many of you have. Have you gotten that experience before? As you teach people, you know more. Yeah. That is it. But still, let the Spirit of God direct you. Some people are not ordinary people. But let the Spirit of God direct you. I put that close. So good works is one thing that you must use to build. And let's look at um, First Timothy. So before we go to First Timothy, let's look at all these attributes, virtues, character that you need to put as you are building. That will make your uh, foundation strong. That will make everything go the way it ought to go. Second Peter 1, from verse 3 to 10. Second Peter. Second Peter. Chapter 1, from verse 3 to 10. In 2 Peter chapter 1, from verse 3, it says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3. See, as this as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Look at that verse 4. By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature, 
there is a divine nature that is expected of you and I that will be partaker of. Divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is, that is in the world through lust. All what you have say, said the other time, dig it out, there are the corruption that are in the world. Dig it out, there are the corruption that are in the world. That easily corrupts one. When you now dig it out, look at verse 5. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, heart to your faith, virtue. Heart to your faith, virtue. Heart to your faith, virtue. That virtue means character. Heart to your faith, character. So virtue, that is to character, knowledge. To knowledge, self-control. To self-control and control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. To brotherly kindness, love. Verse 8, it says, For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins. Verse 10, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election show. For if you do this thing, you will never stumble. Tell somebody, you will never stumble. You will never stumble. Say it emphatically, you will never stumble. You will never stumble. Can you see? If you do this thing, you will never stumble. That is to say, it is expected of us to know all these things. When you start hiding it, character. What are those characters that I'm exhibiting? That are not okay. I've gotten, uh, I've given my life to Jesus. I've accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Yet I see there's some character I'm exhibiting. Maybe character of nonchalance. I don't care. Even if my if somebody's dying beside me, that's not my problem. Go to hell with your this thing, what concerns me with your own. You are not from the same father. You are not from the same church. You are not from the same denomination. Yeah. You are not from the same family. Yeah. You are not from the same language language. I beg. Yeah. No. As children of God. Character. Character, when the people saw the disciples of our Lord Jesus Christ, it was their character that made them name them Christian. It's not what they are saying. It's their character. See, look at the way they behave. These people, it is so evident that they are the followers of Jesus, so they shall be called Christian. You know, it was not the disciples that named themselves Christian. So today, if you call yourself Christian, by birth, are you Christian by deeds? Mm. Am I Christian by deeds? Because it was through their deeds that they saw and said, No, these people are Christian. Because they follow Christ, you can see the life of Christ in them. 
And let me say this. Being a Christian does not mean when you start walking like this. You start walking quietly. That does not mean that was that was that is not an uh, evidence of being a Christian though. Yeah. Or whenever somebody greets you or come by, you say, bless you. No, that is not an evidence of being a Christian. It's what you are emitting mm. consciously and unconsciously. That is what makes you a Christian. Mm. What are you emitting? It was what the disciples were emitting. There are people, I don't know, these ones are Christ like, they are Christians. What is the name people are giving you outside? Mm. Is it Christian? Is it hypocrites? What? You want to go somehow of growth. Seems this word is too hard. Is that? Is it too hard? What we're saying, some don't they don't like hearing this type of message. Because it doesn't go down well. Yeah. And a lot of people that have not uh that refuses to teach people all these things, they are always scared of. Maybe somebody saying one thing or the other, running away. But the truth must be yes. Because the Bible says we should. The sincere milk, the pure milk, the sincere milk, we must and speak the truth and nothing more than the truth. Yeah. And we tag this our summer, summer of growth. And you, have, you just have to, you will not hear anything other than the truth. So character in verse uh, uh, 4, in verse 5, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, that is to say, it's not what you just do shabbily. He said giving all diligence. You know, I don't know which English word can I use to this word diligence. Yes, and be intentional about it. Be intentional about it. Not just what you do shabbily with nonchalance, or you do you do it in a religious form. No. You have you just have to be intentional about it. Heart to your faith virtue, that is character. To character, knowledge. What do I mean by knowledge? Knowledge means one should not be a moron. Yes. And one should not be uh, the type that they just feed you with anything. You just take it. Yeah. No. You must be knowledgeable. That is, know what the word of God is saying part time. So that anybody that comes to you and say one thing or the other that is not, don't just absorb and just take it in. And that is the problem we have. Anybody who comes, people will just absorb and take it in. Just take it in. You know you are building. You don't, when you are building, you don't take anything to your building. You don't take substandard materials. Mm. Hello, church. Amen. You don't take substandard materials when building. I was in Lagos some years back at Balogun. I saw one about how many story building, I don't know precisely, I can't remember now, that just fell 
and everything. They said a lot of people died. I don't know if Jonathan will remember that year. Because they said they said they even they sue the is it the owner or I don't know the people that constructed the building because of some standard material. If you build your house with substandard material as a Christian, that is to say, if you take anything, people just give you, you absorb. You take everything, you eat it. You take everything, you swallow. Yeah. There is likelihood for your building to crash, to fall. You don't take substandard materials. So that is why you must be knowledgeable. Know what the word of God is saying part time. Have understanding of the word of God. Don't be drifted here and there with all form of doctrines, all form of uh, philosophies. Know what the word of God is saying. It's when you know what the word of God is saying that it will help you. So it's a heart to your virtue, knowledge. You know we are building. Yeah. We are building. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's a heart to your faith. You have believed Jesus Christ. You accepted him as Lord and Savior. That is your faith. Yeah. And I said to your faith, hard what? Virtue, character. The bed, the beddings of the foundation is your faith. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. How many of us have seen we had their building house before? They, from the foundation. We have all seen. Yeah. The beddings of the, this thing is your faith. When you do the beddings, now you want to start hiding. You now carry a block and put on the beddings. Yeah. And started using uh, this uh, cement or what they, this paste to gum it, gum it, put it together. Is that not so? Yeah. So what you are putting together now eh, is character. So the block you are laying on your foundation now. It's character. Yeah. So the block as a Christian is your character. The pace you are putting. You know, if as you are going, when you get to a place in building, look at all this thing now to make this place like this. You put, uh, there is a time you put rod. You put it. There is a time you put this thing. You finish building, you now start doing a lot of decorations. All these things have spiritual uh, meanings as you build. It now, the Bible now says, to knowledge, self-control, as you are building. See, this place, if, if there is no beam, look at beam here. There is also a beam here that you cannot see. It. It's not so obvious. There is a rod inside the beam. Rod. They will now put, uh, what is it called? Um, concrete inside the, the rod. They will make it, to make it steep. You know, if the concrete is not there, and you put louvers like this, Maybe one thunder will just strike. It will not even stand. The thing will just come down, crash. Abby? Yeah. That is how what self-control is. Self-control. If a man doesn't have self-control, it's a big problem. Control yourself on what you feed on. 
Even physical food. If you don't have people that don't have self-control, that is why they become obesity. Is that also? They become unnecessarily fat. They will go out of shape because they don't have self-control of what they eat. So you just have to have self-control. So that your window, your beam will not come down. There must be self-control. Then perseverance. These are the instruments you use in building. Perseverance. Perseverance. Godliness. Brotherly kindness. Then love. Love. See all what we are what we said now. You know we said we we laid uh, uh, a bedrock last week. Vertical, you and God. Horizontal, you and your fellow human being. You now see here now. It now says to brotherly kindness, love. That is to brotherly kindness, you must have love. There must be relationship between you and your brethren, you and your neighbor. There must be love. The golden rule says, what you don't want others to do unto you, don't do it to others. That is the golden rule. Brotherly love. You love your brother. You know you will not want your brother to cheat on you. Don't cheat on your brother. You know when your brother is doing something, having something, you wish ah, my brother will give me. If I have to, I have to give. You know that, you know, brotherly love. So all these things are what we put in the building that makes the building solidified. Yeah. That when storm comes, when rain comes, when there is an heavy downpour, and the drought, it will not move the building. The building will not collapse. The building will not fall. The building will not crash. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. As children of God, we are building. You know, we, we have to dig some things out and build, put some things for our building to stand. First Timothy 6.19 As we bring the uh, sermon for today to an end, First Timothy chapter 2, sorry, sorry, it's chapter 6 verse 19. Laying up in store for themselves a good foundation, against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life so what you are building does not end on this earth alone it transcends to eternity it goes to eternity what you're doing because when you get to heaven by the grace of god 
there will be no jealousy. Yeah. There will be no envy. There will not be I'm the one that have this one you don't have. All of us will be together. So what you want, that life you want to live there, you must start living it here on earth. Yeah. That is, to be part of the kingdom, you have your part to do, to play. God has his own part to play. And as you're going up, you want to build. Yeah. It's a thing you just have to take determination. I want to build and I want to build. You can't be in between. In between. Yeah. It's either you are building or you are not building. And if you want to build in the way of God, you have to build right. Yeah. And we said it on Wednesday, you seek for the sincere milk. That you not be drifted here and there. Let's rise on our feet. And let's bow our heart to God and say, Lord, take it over from me. I can't do it my own, myself. I cannot do it alone. Take it over from me, Lord. I cannot do it alone. I don't have the strength to do it alone. My strength cannot carry it. My strength cannot do it alone. Lord, I am lacking in different aspects. Father, Holy Spirit, help me. I need you this hour. It is only you that can help me. Just submit it at the feet of the Holy Spirit. That is why he has been sent to you. Jesus Christ has died. But Jesus Christ is not here to teach you the Holy Spirit is there. The Bible says you send us a, a comforter who is going to teach us, who is going to guide us, who is going to comfort us, who is going to lead us in all truth. Submit to the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, I just need you. I submit to you. Take it over from me. Those characters of mine that are not okay, Father, take it over. I'm digging them out today. I'm digging, I'm digging, Holy Spirit. I'm digging it out. I'm digging it out. I'm digging it out, out of my life today, Lord. Father, Lord, I'm putting into the foundation godliness, brotherly kindness. I'm putting into foundation, Lord, virtue, knowledge. Father, Lord, put them. Father, Lord, I can't do it myself. I just need you, Holy Spirit. Talk to the Lord. I need you, Holy Spirit, to help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Are you talking to the Lord? Father, help me. I need you, Lord. I cannot do it myself. I can't do it alone. I just need you. Sweet Holy Spirit, help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Are you talking to the Lord? Father, help me. Hey, if this message blessed you in any way, I need you to do a couple of things for me. One, join our online growth community. Follow us on Twitter. Instagram and TikTok at Teacher Global. On YouTube, hit the subscribe button and the bell icon to know when we post a video on you. Like this video, comment what spoke to you, what transformed something inside of you. Two, share this message with your friends, your families, even your enemies. Three, pray by giving and whatever God lays in your heart to give. Do so by hitting the link in the description below. Hey, go out, be transformed, and be thou enlightened. God bless you. We love you.